Hey guys, welcome to the mission update. Enjoy the intro and maybe a quick ad, and then we'll get into it. What makes the best the best? What makes them stand taller than the rest? Is it attitude or their talent? What if I could tell you? To be successful takes a lot of things, but today we're going back to the basics because success is built on the basics. Now you obviously know where I want to take this. Exactly what I know and love. Sports. But there's this. And this. And this. And one more, there's also something like this. there's so much out there and everyone loves different things but what connects them all everything has a basic set of skills and that's what makes it what it is but by mastering these we find success comes easier and goals of improvement are much more obtainable but to start we have to refocus our attention recruiting enthusiastic kids is harder than it's ever been. Because every kid watches TV and they watch the NBA or they watch Major League Baseball or they watch the NFL, whatever sport they watch, WNBA, it doesn't matter. And what they see is people just being really cool. So they think that's how they're gonna act. And they haven't they haven't even figured out which foot to use as a pivot foot, and they're going to act like they're really good players. You see it all the time. That was Gino Arima, the coach at the University of Connecticut for women's basketball. He points something out very interesting and to some people, easily missed. We are surrounded with content of the best at their best. The moments that are quote-unquote really cool, and we don't want to think about the little things or the hard work that got them there. We want to do those same really cool things and really cool stuff right now. So first of all, I have absolutely zero qualifications for speaking on any of this. Take it with a grain of salt. That's Parker Marriott. And when he says he's not qualified enough to talk on this topic, he's just being modest. You know what? 
I'm just gonna let him explain some more. So take this for what it's worth. This is just an audio recording of a 19-year-old kid named Parker who, uh, well, I guess some qualifications. I, I said I do fairly well on YouTube. I was the salutatorian in school. Uh, I think I'm a good, honest kid all around. I don't know. Like I said, take it for what it's worth. Now, when he says fairly well, he really means 16,000 subscribers really well. At the age of 19, he is getting paid to post YouTube videos. On top of that, he attends Weber State University with a presidential scholarship and in high school participated in multiple team sports. Here are some of his tips for the success that he found on YouTube. You need to also learn how to watch other people's videos with an editor's eye. I think there's some sort of saying in English where you read with a writer's eye or something like that. But essentially, you're watching or ingesting a piece of content with the intention to improve your own stuff and make your own things better and kind of be aware of what's happening. How did that person make that edit? Why did they make that edit? Why did they talk here and not show a cinematic shot? All these sort of things you have to keep in mind while you're watching people, and that really helps, especially if you're watching uh, successful videos. And by successful, I mean videos with lots of views, lots of subscribers, because that's typically associated with doing well on YouTube. So if you're watching those, and you're taking some of those strategies and putting them onto yourself, then your videos are gonna be better and do better. Parker absorbs content in order to learn from the little things people do that have brought them success and implements that into his own work. He has learned to shift his focus from this big stuff or the flashy scenes to those fundamental basics in order to build a foundation to stand on in order to reach higher goals. A couple of years ago, Scott H. Young wrote an article that covered many of the same principles. In his article called How to Build a Solid Foundation for Self-Improvement, he mentions people set many goals to improve in many ways. Many times after keeping it for a couple of days or a month, they lose dedication. To combat this, Young says, to prevent this from happening, you have to build a foundation for self-improvement. Just like you have to create a level foundation before building a house. You must set a level foundation before taking on large self-improvement goals. Just like in basketball or soccer or playing an instrument. Take the guitar for example. There are a specific set of chords or strumming patterns or notes for every song. You could jump right in and try to learn a new song without learning how to play chords or learning how to strum the guitar. I mean, it's possible, but that goal becomes massive. The amount of dedication and effort needed without the basics mastered many times causes people to give up on goals of improvement. Young agrees saying, I spent the first eight to 12 months creating a foundation. This foundation consisted of habits and skills that supported further personal development efforts. Now with every new goal, I already had a solid support infrastructure to lighten the burden. The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints also recognizes this. There are many things in this world that will test the faith a person has and their beliefs in the gospel of Jesus Christ. But from a young age, members are taught the importance of the Book of Mormon, praying, going to church, and partaking of the sacrament. These basic principles of the church have become a foundation for me in my life, especially during hard times. Because of this, I always have something to fall back onto 
instead of starting from the ground up. One of my favorite sayings is, doubt your doubts before you doubt your faith. This can also be said, doubt you can't before you doubt you can. And always be experimenting, try to do better, try to get a higher click-through rate, which is basically the amount of people that click on your video when they get shown it. So that's the first part. Parker, earlier in the interview, mentions he is still learning and developing, especially when it comes to advertising his videos. He's always experimenting and trying new things, like he said. Now when things don't plan out or go right, he's not left stranded. He has what skills he's already mastered to fall back onto and then go for something new. Now, there is a catch to refocusing our energy to mastering the basic skills of our field. Like Young said earlier, he took around 8 to 12 months working on building his foundation and mastering the basics. When it comes to mastering the basics, it takes time and effort and a lot of dedication to get there. I'm not saying hold off on everything till your basics are down, no. But you will be amazed at how everything falls into place as you master the fundamentals and loftier goals become much more attainable. Now like any foundation, cracks and faults may start to appear, but it's important to remember to check and fill those cracks before they become too big. As soon as we have mastered the basics, it's important to look back and revisit them so we can always keep our edge. By refocusing our attention on the basics, learning from the best who have already mastered those skills and taking the time to build our foundation, then we can more easily achieve higher goals, experiment to find what works and what doesn't, and then take another step in the right direction to becoming like the best. Thanks again, y'all, for tuning in this week. We're going to take a quick break, and then we will be right back with my missionary update. All right, and welcome back. Uh, this is the missionary update of the podcast. This last week has honestly been pretty crazy. Uh, we've had a ton of success. We've had a lot of people uh, ask for Book of Mormon, start taking the lessons, or just become a new person in general and start just going through the whole process, and it's been really cool. Uh, but first things first, we got transfer calls this last week, and in the coming week, we're actually going to be switching it up, but my companion actually got a call that he is going to become the next AP, uh, assistant to the president, and that was insane. That was a crazy call to get, because that actually comes a day early, and then he transfers out three days early. No, no, two days early. Yeah, two days early to go help with all the newbies that are coming in, which is really cool. That'll be really exciting. And then... I'm just staying here in Fort Worth, and I'm so excited for it. I love Fort Worth so much. I can't say if other places are better or not because I've only been in Fort Worth, but it is easily the best. I love Fort Worth so freaking much. And then as far as people goes, we have had so many ASL lessons. We have had two of them come out to be actual gospel referrals now this past week. Uh, in the middle of both of the, so I guess I should back up a little bit. In, in the process of ASL lessons, we teach them the ASL lesson for the day. They sign up and we teach them for that day. And then it kind of comes in a three-week phase where we like share a Bible message the first time. And of course, every time we're opening the lesson with a prayer and closing with a prayer. Uh, but the first week's like a Bible message. Second week's a Book of Mormon. 
And then the third week is an invitation to take the lessons. And I mean, if that's something that they're genuinely interested in, they can take it. If not, we just keep teaching them ASL. But this is the second week for both of these people. And we finished sharing, well, not even finished, like halfway through sharing our Book of Mormon message, both of them were like, can I like get a Book of Mormon? That like spoke to me. I want to learn more. And we were like, yes, yes, you can. And so we gave them Book of Mormons and now we are, we're teaching them and it's super awesome. I'm so happy to be, to be working with them. More people is just, I love being busy. I don't know about others, but being busy just is so much better than just sitting around doing nothing. It is just so much more fun. Uh, and then, uh, I don't remember the code name that I gave him last week. So we're going to pick another one this week. What sounds good? We're going to go, I actually think it might have been Enrique last week. We're going to go with Enrique today. Uh, but Enrique, he's progressing again. He was our Bible basher friend who is now actually studying the gospel. We gave him a Book of Mormon that one time and he's reading it. We called him the other night and Enrique, he was like, the only word I can use to describe it is divine. And we were like, yes, yes, that is exactly what we want to hear. He's like, I don't yet know that it's true, but I know if I keep keep studying and keep reading, it will be. And we were like, yes, just keep doing that. And we challenged him to pray about it and to, to really know and to receive that witness that the Book of Mormon is true and Joseph Smith was a prophet. And he was like, yes, I will do that. And then after you guys can come over uh, sometime and we'll just go out to the lake, eat lunch in the back of my flatbed, and then we'll just chill and party at the lake. And we were like, that sounds like such a good idea. So we're super excited to be working with him. Uh, this last week also, so much of it revolved around food. It's a miracle I haven't gained weight. I think it's all the running I do. I don't know, though. Pete for running, though. Go running, guys. Running is so much fun. But uh, we, so the first, like, day of the week, which my weeks are, like, a little thrown off, so that'd be, like, Tuesday, kind of. Because P-Day is, like, technically the first day, but this happened Tuesday, and I consider that the first day because that's when we actually go, like, back to work, kind of. Kind of. But so the church in Fort Worth on 8th Avenue, uh, there's a rule that anything that is left overnight either goes to the trash or is like free game for the missionaries. And so these things had been there for two days and it was like $120 worth of cheesecake and macarons. And oh my goodness, they were so good. We ate all of them within like two days and there were so many. I easily had like 100 macarons and multiple slices of cheesecake it was really good oh my goodness and then later that week we had a member mill and i don't know what it is but texans make such good barbecue oh my gosh it is so good and they're all so funny i think maybe that's why i haven't gained weight is i'm just laughing it all up i i cannot stop laughing it's so funny people out here are amazing and then on top of that, we went to this place called Texas Day Brazil, and it's kind of like Tacanos for you, those of you who know what Tacanos is, but it's much fancier, and I think their meats are so much better. But literally, you just sit there with like a green and red chip, and then you flip the chip over to green, and they're called carvers. They walk over to your, your plate with this massive spit of meat, and there's tons of different carvers, and all of them have different types of meat. And then when your chip's green, they're like, do you want this? And you're like, yes, you always say yes. I mean, why would you say no? You always say yes. But then they just like carve off a piece of meat right onto your plate. And then you just keep going until you're done or 
until you leave like ill and it's so good and it's all like brazilian style meats and foods and salads and fishes and oh so good but that's that's what i mean when i say it was like just revolved around food we had so much food this entire time and i didn't know this but until like canes is actually a thing they don't have that in youtube uh utah wow i really slaughtered that but utah doesn't have a canes or cook shack and it's so good their fried chicken out here is so good texas has amazing food oh my goodness all right well that's about it for my missionary update i love it i'm staying in fort worth the food's here amazing the people here the members here are amazing i'll let you know what i think of my new companion i actually already know him pretty well we went on that road trip together his name's elder barrows and i am really excited to be working with him all right Anyway, I will see you all next week. My missionary friends out there, keep it up. You guys are doing amazing. Love you all lots.